The reproduction of this content is not allowed without the express written consent of EBH Fitness LLC. Victor Herbin III, and I'm taking it to the house. And I'm Dr. Timothy Hoover, and I'm taking it to the house. We welcome y'all to another edition of Taking It to the House. My brother, how you been? What's on your mind? Talk to me. I know you don't want to talk USC football. I know you don't. We're not even going to start there. I know you don't want to talk about the Dodgers, so we're not going to start there. I know, well, where do you want to start? I can't tell you what to do. You're a grown-ass man. What you want to do? Bruh, you already started off on the note. I'm going through different different personalities in a span of three days, bruh. I mean, I had this, I watched Prime on Friday. Said, okay, sucks to be y'all. But then I'm like, SC, let's do what we gotta do. We are on prime time. Let's go ahead and show the world that we've learned from these little late miscues. And let's show everyone who wants to see the Irish and the Trojans get it in. We saw all the stats. Now let's get it on. I watched that train wreck and I said, okay, you know what? I thought that was going to save me from what the Dodgers did to me. We talked about that last week. So I had to wait all weekend until Sunday. <laughs> to have something to be proud of. And the Ravens almost pulled up a trifecta. And had me be pissed off all week because all my teams just wanted to show their ass. So you ask me where I'm at. I'm tired of seeing the Giants on prime time, but they actually gave me something to look at last night. I was debating. So I don't know where I want to start, but that's how I'm feeling right now. Okay. I can feel your energy, brother. I can feel it. We're going to talk you off the ledge, okay? Let's start with the Dodgers. We're just going to close the book on them. The Dodgers, man, uh, abject failure. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, I don't know where you want to point fingers. But as a collective whole, as a base uh, Dodger fandom, we are disappointed. Again, you win 100 plus games. We talked about it last week. You show that you have it at least enough to get to the regular season then apparently you don't have enough to get through the postseason. But in the postseason, it's when everything, it's just like basketball. I, I use that as an analogy. Things change. Things slow down. You have one opponent, and they know your tendencies. Well, for the Dodgers, we didn't have starting pitching all year long, and it came to bite us. Starting off with Kershaw in the postseason against the Diamondbacks, he wasn't the man. He's not the man. And it's, it's sad to see. So, and we follow that up with a couple other guys starting. But even before that, let's talk about Urias, uh, who, you know, that domestic violence, he hurts himself. We got 
we got May and we got others started starting pitchers that just couldn't play because they're injured. So not having starting pitching and then you get to the postseason, you may as well not go to the postseason. That's hurt. That, that, that's what hurt us. That's one. Number two, Freddie. Freddie Freeman is who I'm talking about. Mookie. You can still hit. Okay. I'm not, you're, you're not pitching, but you can still hit. And you didn't. And so uh, uh, Dave Roberts, I love you at, cause you're a player's coach. I love you. Somebody needs to throw analytics and the book out there. It just, to me, come on, bro. You played the game. You should have a feel for the game. Tommy Lasorda is rolling over in his grave right now because of the moves and analytics. So uh, I don't believe we have to call for his head. I don't believe he should be on the hot seat. However, something needs to change. I talked about health. If we can have a healthy starting pitching, that, that will carry us through in the postseason because we're going to need it. But that's my take. Dodger Nation, we're disappointed. I'm ready to close the book on them. Wait till next year. Better luck next year. With you, uh, I know we talked about it last week, it being a fire sale. Uh, that was also off the first game when Kershaw lit the whole city of L.A. on fire. It didn't get any better from there. I, and they, they may have forgot it was a five-game series. Uh, but that's the type of baseball they're going to bring to the postseason, to sit down. Uh, I don't need you to have 100 wins and then flame out the first round of playoffs. I'd rather you be like the Diamondbacks, the Nats a couple years ago, these underperformers, just be hot at the end of the year and win the seven games that count, like towards the World Series. I hope that uh, the team and organization recognizes I don't, it's not Dave's fault, right? Uh, he's not hitting the ball, he's not at bat, and he's not pitching. Now, uh, he can't control that. And I, I think we still have a great, great manager. Uh, you talked about those health issues. It really upset me last night you know, I'm, I'm probably I'm hating. I'm in my feelings watching the Texas Rangers and Houston Astros game. And they're hyping up Bruce Bochy and they're talking about how he's this magical manager and he's taking all these different teams. I'm like, dang, man. Then they're talking about how the Astros have done this unprecedented thing and been a championship game seven years in a row. And I'm like, why are they not talking about us? What is it we are failing to do? Why we had the hot guys like the Betts, who's already World Series champion, two times, two times champion, and then Freeman, who came off a World Series uh, team, and they're just not delivering. And again, it's not a coach's issue. So it, def it again, it puts me in my feelings when I see them hyping up these other teams. I'm like, we're the one of the best teams in Major League Baseball history. Why are our stats not showing that in the postseason? So. Whatever they need to do this offseason in the lab, work it. And don't forget, a couple years ago, Bauer. Like, we were loading up with some strong pitchers, big-name pitchers, and they get over here in L.A. and they lose their doggone mind. So what do we need to do to make sure our pitching is healthy but also is just as competitive as our batting? But I'm with you. I'm putting a fork in it. I'm done. Uh, it's another salty off season and i'm expecting us to have another great uh, season next year and this don't disappoint me but i don't want to talk about them anymore for the rest of the year because that's enough college football you mentioned colorado standalone game 
you mentioned USC. So that's what where I'm going to go here next. Colorado game, man. I I really was thinking, man, they 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 got it together. They figured it out. Offense, defense, and by the halftime, I was ready to turn it off, but because nothing else was going on, I kept the game on. Let's just watch this game. I'm thinking, man, they they don't have anybody. Stanford, they don't have anybody to play against. Next thing I look up, I'm on my phone. I'm playing Spider Solitaire or you know Dominoes. I'm I'm watching something else because I don't the game is done. So I thought. Only to find out, man, we go ahead and uh, we, because I'm a Colorado fan, I drink, I'm drinking the prime juice. We somehow managed to lo- lose that game. And then I had to break it down and figure out what happened. Why? Well, I'm going to tell you this, Colorado, you're not that good that you can ever let your foot off the gas. My co-host was just talking about Dave Roberts. He doesn't bat. He doesn't pitch. He doesn't field. Well, Deion Sanders doesn't throw. He doesn't run. He doesn't catch. He doesn't defend. Y'all, you ball players, you guys got to strap it up and every down play the game. You're not good enough to let yourself uh, act as though you won the game already. You can't, and, and everybody's shooting for you. Everybody's playing hard because of all the hype that you've been given. You've been anointed. Some people will say you skipped the line. Everything is premature. No, people are coming after you regardless of their record, and they're not acknowledging your record of last year. They're not the hype. They're going after the hype, and you're making other people's Super Bowl, or you're making other people's Rose Bowl. You're making everybody a bowl game every week, so come with it. You got a target on your back. Yes, I'm talking to you, Colorado. You got a target on your back, and you need to need to bring it. Now to USC. Caleb Williams, you may have talked your way, played your way out of a Heisman Trophy. You did that bad, that terrible. Offensively, and, and, and anybody that's been following college football specifically, you've been following USC, it's been the defense that has let the offense down. Well, playing against Notre Dame, an arch rival, the offense let the defense down. When you give up three interceptions and you give them a short field, you're supposed to lose, and you did lose. It's an embarrassing loss. And I'm I'm a USC fan. I'm true blue. I'm a ride and die with y'all. But doggone it, when you got a standalone game, I need y'all to show up and show out. And you got your only thing that was exposed is your tail section. And 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 I'm 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 mad about it. Because you guys are really a good team, but just have not put it together. And uh, as far as your national ranking, you guys don't deserve it. You really don't deserve it because you guys have not played consistently well all season. I toss it to you, sir. Since you hit SC, I'll start with SC. I agree with you. Total embarrassment. Not only have the national ranking, it's amazing how each week their ranking went from five and kept, even though they're winning, it kept on getting low, uh, higher rank, higher rank. Let's get them out the top 10. They need to wake up call. Uh, you last year's success does not dictate this year's success. And let's remember they ended the season on a loss to Tulane. So, uh, I love Caleb. I, I, it's exciting to watch, but to your point, I'm probably one of the most critical SC fans and that's my college because I'm always looking for them to do something dumb. There's two games 
that we're not supposed to lose. And that's gotten to a point, I don't need to win a national championship. I need to beat Notre Dame and beat UCLA. That's a successful season. So to be highly rated as we were with the defending Heisman trophy win against a no-name, I don't know who the quarterback is for Notre Dame. How embarrassing. Well, we gave up a short field and had the nerve to try to make it an interesting game in the second half. So very, very, very disappointed. But I am glad that the, uh, uh, the powers that be let their rank reflect it and work your way back up. Uh, there's a lot of tinkering to do. You have not arrived. And, you know, it's still second year Lincoln Riley's tenure, but you have not arrived. Big 12 ball does not work in Pac-12, especially we got monsters like Oregon and Washington and Utah. And this year, Oregon State come for people's throats. And when I see SC, I'm not scared of SC. I respect Caleb, but let Caleb have that bad day. Then, the, 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 you know, the team's done. So I'm with you on that. Colorado. You would have thought the last two weeks they learned a lot facing monsters of Oregon and USC. And the funny thing, their game showed that. First half, they were Oregon. Dominating, 29 to nothing. You see the speed. You see the tenacity. You see the power. We're like, wow. They learned something facing these dogs of Oregon and SC. Oh, they got humbled. Second half, they took a page out of USC's book and said, my 29 points is good enough to win. And they showed us what SC can do in the second half and give up a 29 point to make it go to over. Are you serious? What team are we watching? So you have a four win season, two losses. You've already quadrupled your successful last year, but we're not talking about last year. We're talking about this year. You're right. You put the target on your back. You have what? Two more wins away from being bowl eligible. What a tremendous year that would have been. But because the target's on your back, you got two different fans and two different coaches against you. Those that love to hate you and those that hate to love you. Regardless <laughs> which one you get, they're coming to bust your head over to the white meat. And so those, those while you got the, the national attention of an unranked team, it, everybody's coming for you are the national championship game. Because what does it say if we can beat uh, Prime Coach Prime and his team on national TV every week. That team's coming to play. So very disappointed. Now you're a four and three team. They got some. They still got some monsters of the Pac-12 left to play. They got some jokers to play. The UCLA, Washington. I mean, they look these jokers about to be in a dogfight where that four games may be all they have left. Uh, you know, and they barely beat uh Arizona. Right. And and you know, so that's the other thing about that particular game. It's the fact that how do you do against division play? You played your TCU, you played your Nebraska. We saw what happened, you came into division, the two monsters got you. Arizona State almost got them. Almost. So it said a lot about them. Are they ready for this quality of play? Right. I'm with you, bro. Thank you, man. And uh, we're going to turn the book. We're going to go to the NFL. Yes, sir. The mighty have fallen. The mighty have fallen. We're talking about the 49ers. We're talking about the Eagles, man. They 
playing teams that they should have won. That's what's so disappointing to me. That's my takeaway from those two games. 49ers are playing the Browns without, without Deshaun Watson. A P.J. Walker as quarterback, yeah, you got to stop defense, but that's one game. And then you got the Eagles playing against the Jets without Aaron Rodgers with a sorry, I'm not going to disrespect him, but he's just not, Zach Wilson is just not ready yet, but a pretty good defense. How do you be 5-0 and and lose against those, those teams? Oh, is it road games? Is that what it is? No, you guys are better than that. You guys were both in the NFC Championship game last, last year, and you are stronger and mightier, and you probably played down to the teams that you're playing. And that is a no-no, because these are professional ball players. And my partner, my, my co-host is talking, these guys will hit you. They will beat you. They will hit you in the head to the what meat? White meat. They will take you. And a lot of these other guys, don't forget, man, they're auditioning for the other 30-plus teams, okay? They're 30 teams. So I don't care what team that they're on, people are auditioning. And they want to get paid. And somebody's going to try to take you out. So Eagles, 49ers, yes, you, got in, you had injuries. I know. Uh, Williams and Debo and McCaffrey, I do know. But you guys are still, still good enough. You got Kittle. You got Purdy. We've been hyping. You're still good enough. You got Shanahan as the coach. I'm talking about the 49ers. You guys got the defense. You still should have won that game. Comes down to a kicker. Oh, man, I hate. I hate when a kicker can't kick. What do you do? What else do you got to do? You got one damn job while everybody else is going grunting sweating man going five yards in a pile of dust you're over there on the sideline you waiting for that moment come on man come on yeah i'm talking about the 49er game against the browns it came down brock purdy did his job he led you down the field he got you within field goal range he did what he was supposed to do whether he's uh mvp candidate or not he did what he was supposed to do this is without mccaffrey Okay, this is without Debo. He brings his team within field goal range, and you still lose. I can't fault nobody. But the team as a whole, it never comes down to one play, but then it did. Okay, and then the Eagles, you guys, uh, that was probably Jalen Hurts' worst game that I've ever seen. Throwing off the back foot, throwing the ball as though the Jets were his team. Okay, I mean, the interceptions and not planted he didn't look the, uh, sure of himself and so I, i'm just um everybody deserves a bad game we talked about caleb williams that maybe that's his bad game maybe that's the 49ers bad game maybe that's the uh eagles bad game but the mighty have fallen and you've given everybody else the blueprint possibly on how to manage and get back at you i'll toss it to you sir in my words of one of the most famous women in the world, Oprah Winfrey, you get an L, you get an L, you get an L. Look, <laughs> she was dishing out L's left and right. You know, Philadelphia said, hey, Niners, I see you. Let me see that and try one better. Bloop, you know, it's like, yo, what was in the water? Hey, <laughs> you're on the West Coast, watch us on the East Coast, how we get down. 
You're playing against a backup quarterback. You're playing against a team that's oh, that's underachieving. <laughs> watch this. I mean, I almost didn't watch that game because I said, well, Aaron Rodgers not playing. They'd already scheduled this as the game of the week. I said, game of the week? Who <laughs> he playing the Jets? <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah, it, it, and the interesting thing, before I even analyze the two games, now they had the same record as the Detroit Lions. How about that? All of them lost one Browns. So you're right. I do not fault Brock Purdy. Uh, would they say, wow, the uh, the clock struck midnight and he turned into the pumpkin? I wouldn't say that. You're talking about rain conditions. You're talking about AFC North ball. You're talking about two of your best weapons, not on a team, but in a freaking league. You, hey, it's hook or crook, hit below the belt, whatever it takes for us to walk out of this city victorious. Yes, I'm going against the backup quarterback. Guess what? But Brock Purdy's not going against the backup quarterback. He's going up against Miles Garrett, a starter. And he's running for his life. He's like, Lamar Jackson got to go against this twice a year? So I'd love to give my man some credit. It was definitely his worst game. But can we look at what he was facing? And he still willed them in position. And that's where I started looking Man, will this guy be on the roster? Will this kicker be on the roster next week? Because kickers, <laughs> they don't last too long, like you stated. One job, bro. You went to college kicking. You grew up kicking a ball. Whether you're a soccer player, a football player, you learn angles. You go, while we're all out there practicing back in the days, you over there got your hands in these warmers, stretch, go sit down a little bit, talk with the water boy, the water girls, go back. But like, man, did they even run rent, uh, wind sprints? So you are right. You got jokers that been in them trenches for 59 minutes and, tw- and, and, and 55 seconds of game time. <sighs> Just couldn't wait to get back on that plane with a W. So right, we put it. Thanks, Brock, for getting us down on a 30. <sighs> this is a chip shop. Look, it's been a rough one. These AFC North boys ain't no joke. And Brock said, you know, guys, I did the best. I didn't even pass for 200 yards. But you know what? We should get out of here with a dub. They watch. Even the Cleveland's like, they're going to Cleveland us. They look, and they said they missed it. They couldn't even believe. There's no way. That kicker, because they're, aside, they're so there's history on the line. Haven't lost a game in 16 uh, 16 game, you know, the 16 game win streak. I mean, there's so much on the line. So I hated to watch the Niners lose that. Did they deserve to lose it? Sure. But I hated watching them lose that because they still had a chance at the end right, to save themselves. So we know they're, I mean, there's nothing to worry there. I still believe uh, they're the team to beat. Uh, it just definitely didn't sit well because of the way they dominated Dallas to go out there and, and, and you know, struggle so much with, with Cleveland. But you talk about Philly, bruh. I, you know, it, it is it more about Philly or more about the Jets? Do the Jets believe to use Prime's uh, adage? Do you believe? The hmm. uh, Aaron Rodgers is literally the Gipper. Take one, get one for the Gipper. These last couple of weeks, that Jets team remembered that last year they were one of the top defenses in the league, and just get Zach Wilson an opportunity. Zach Wilson, who also had. 
what a wide receiver that was rookie of the year. So not like he had chump change. So whatever he did last year was still impactful. But you gotta imagine that while Aaron's not playing, I've heard interviews how what a great guy he is and leader and believer and motivator. And can you imagine that Zach Wilson was raw talent last year, but to study underneath Aaron this year, and now to have Aaron on the sideline saying, look, do you see this? Do you remember I told you this? He's able to give Zach what Brett Favre didn't give him, mentorship, opportunity, and belief. So, you know, again, I focus now on the Jets as opposed to the Eagles because, again, Eagles are one of the top teams in the league. Uh, everybody got that L. Now they can take the pressure off. I'm sure they'll make adjustments. But to see the Jets arise out of this, it's pretty impressive. And it, it was – I'm glad I gave the game a shot. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man, the Jets. Um, Aaron Rodgers also being on the sideline, it's motivation. And there was some – there's some talk about him actually being able to come back if they can make it to the playoffs. So you're talking about win one for the Gipper. They're winning one for the Gipper and themselves. They are highly motivated. So they just want to show up, play hard, play well. Silas, the coach, man, he's just keeping everybody in play, keep them mentally sharp, top defense, and Zach just manage the game. Just manage the game. Play the opponent that's, that's, that's lined up against you that week. Do your film, do your study, manage the game. They got some talent, bro. They got some talent. So the quarterback is their weakest link right now. And if he just doesn't make mistakes, they will be in every ball game. Just don't turn the ball over. Manage the game. So I like, I like the chances, but it's, it's interesting because it's, it's a good story. Just to see because Aaron is hurt, what are they able to do without him? Will he come back? I'm interested to see. You mentioned Lamar. Lamar goes... Hey mate, let's have a, a, a let's have a croissant. Hey mate, he went all the way over to England, and he got the dub, bro. It was one of the best showings, Lamar. Lamar, let's 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 back up. Let's go, knowing that he has a new OC this year. Lamar is playing some pretty good ball. They lost last week against the Steelers, and we didn't mention they lost last week. But they had seven drops. Come on, Andrews. Come on, Flowers. Come on. Come on. Touchdown drops. So Lamar is doing what he's supposed to do. And I was talking about managing the game. He's not managing the game. He's playing the game. We got a chance to go see them in Cincinnati. And he's evolved. He's growing. He's getting better. And so uh, they got a tough division. You talk about the AFC North. When he can go all the way over across the pond, which is not easy to do, another couple of time zones away, and put it on the, the, the I, I just if you if y'all get nothing else, I'm just talking about how Lamar is carrying them without a star running back. You got receivers, and he's putting it on the receivers' hands, and they're letting the team down. So. Congratulations, Lamar. Keep doing it. You come out of uh, Louisville, they say you, you're, you're just a runner. You're not a pocket passer. No, you're showing them that you are a pocket passer. You are very accurate. And you're putting it on these players 
uh, on their hands and you can't catch it for them. You're doing everything else. And let's not go, let's not forget you bet on yourself just not too long ago. And you put that behind you. Okay, let's go. Let's play. And so I need to apologize. I, I'm gonna and I'm gonna speak for my co-host. We need to apologize to you. We do, because you're doing what you're supposed to do, and you're doing it at an elite level. If we look at the quarterbacks across the league, you're on par with all of them, if not best. You're playing like an MVP this year, Lamar, but a lot of people may not recognize it, but keep keep doing it. Keep it up. I'll toss it to you, sir. Love the props for the team. Yes, I I know I'm hard on my team. I, I should be. I'm never going to be satisfied unless we got that ring at the end of the year. But there are two losses I know we should not have, the Steelers and the doggone Colts. And you're right. Now, Lamar may have struggled in those games because of turnovers, but we were still in position to win those games. So we easily could be 5-0 and or 6-0. and So I am encouraged by the rest of the season because every week he's getting better. He's getting used to this system, and we know he held out for the majority of the offseason. So that's what's encouraging. As these other teams are still trying to figure themselves out, he is still learning, and he is a very, very smart player. So yes. – uh, and to your point, if we can get one of those star running backs out there, that would take off so much pressure. But now he's back to what he was a few years ago. He was the offense. Uh, as far as far as that part. Now we know between Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman, Mark Andrews. I mean, he's got Odell Beckham. He's got he's got his he's got a complement of receivers. Losing J.K. Dobbins hurt significantly. And so will we make any moves uh these next few weeks? But I, I do I agree with you in that apology as we were uh, speaking out some emotion watching how he was delivering, but we have to give him some credit because there, if you watch the games very detailed, you will see that he's doing his part. Yeah. Many times his players let him down. Well, as we close the show, brother, it's been fun. It's been good. My last take is to the aces, man. I'm talking about the Las Vegas aces of the WNBA. We talk and, and on this show, we talk a lot about a lot of men's sports and we really don't give and we're girl dads too both he and i we talked about it and we don't give enough props to the women's sports well so i'm going to take just a few minutes and talk about the aces becky hammond las vegas you sweep you win the mv uh, you win the um wnba championship and so i just want to say i salute you and congratulations so keep doing it uh uh magnificent games uh to beat up out in the liberty new york liberty and and in three straight i believe it's what it was so uh, just pause take a moment let's recognize our our wnba our ladies for what they're doing and ladies sports in general congratulations becky and to the aces and that's me taking it to the house and i'm out congrats aces and again let the wnba get their props loud and the smell of their flowers as that league has continued to thrive and we encourage these young women to sow into their gifts uh, of athletics and basketball and speaking of basketball my brother we got a week left <laughs> and hip-hop is in fact this becomes the other part of the year that is like christmas in october Football and basketball will be together as one happy couple until February. We've already sent the notes to our significant others. I'll see you in February. Now to have this part, let me extend my my uh, 
my departure window until June. So this is going to be great. I'm so excited about this season. So as we close out this show, that's my point. Next week is basketball, y'all. Zero, zero record. Let's go Lakers. We got a chance to do some things. They look great in the preseason. Austin Reeves is coming back. They consider him part of big three plus one. It's going to be great. What's Milwaukee going to do? How are they in the, in the Celtics? How is Jimmy Butler going to take the slight that he didn't get in on under Damian Lillard uh, uh, trade sweepstakes? What is Gold State? How do they recover after that drama last year with Jordan Peele? Are they who they we thought they were, or have they aged out? What about Phoenix Suns? Do they have a defense to stop what's happening? There are so many storylines that I'm so hyped that next week, this time, we're talking about a whole lot of stuff. And until then, bring all that stuff you want to talk about to all our social media feeds, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, what have you. Hey, text us, call us, do what you got to do. Because we're here, we're here to bring it. We love you all. Take care, take it to the houses out.